Hey, Cassidy Sarkis. Hey, Andrew Street. I need you to open your phone right now. Cass. Okay, let me get it out. What's up? I need you to Google something. Okay. Can you go to Google.com? You ever hear Google. this? Google.com. Got it. Okay. Now you're on Google.com. Mm -hmm. right? Okay, can you Google soup recipes? Soup recipes. Okay. Now, Cassie, is there anything there about turning a soup gold? Let me see. Because this is an age-old recipe. Let me see. Oh, here it is. How to turn a soup gold. Um, one medium saucepan, half onion, two cloves garlic, two quarts water, 24 carrots. Ladies and gentlemen, that's 24 carrots of pure gold. You're listening to Gone Gold, the goldest podcast on the internet. We love soup, we love video games, and we're here to tell you about it. I'm your host, Andrew Street, and you're listening to the rustiest, reeliest, dealiest baseball podcast on the internet. We got a full crew here with us today. It's not episode 50, the boys are back in town. Elmer Guardado, how you doing? I'm, I'm good, and I was trying to Google something, but I'm just going to... Maybe it's a dumb question. I was going to Google it, so I might avoid asking a dumb question. But I'm just going to ask a dumb question because you came to me first. Carrots, right? The measurement. Often, every time I've heard it, it's it's diamonds. Can what? you have carrots of gold? Can can you elaborate? Know. What's the what's can, the question? My question is, is it a measurement for gold too? Have we been doing this bit? No, you can wrong? do it in gold. Carrots works okay. for gold. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, that was a sincere question. I don't know how dumb it was, but I just want to make sure we weren't doing the same bit 20 times in a row and doing it wrong this whole time. But My name is Elmer, and I'm happy to be here. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm down this rabbit hole. I got this article up here reading about what the fuck <laughs> carrots are. We're a gold podcast now. Your literally. eyes went so dead when you well, were Well, talk us through it. Now this, you got us all waiting this, and wondering now. I mean, this, this is a fucking... I mean, there's a lot of information here. Like, what's the difference between 22 carats and 24 carat gold? It's a quality measurement thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a quality measurement. Uh, but I think in a they, stone, it, it is a size thing. So the carat with a K refers to the finesse of gold, while yeah. the term carat with a C refers to the weight of gemstones. Got it. Wait. So different words. Can, it's two thought, different words. I thought carat with the C only referred to the vegetable. No, because it's spelled... C A R A T. Yes. Yeah, wow. C -A -R -A -T. Oh man. Fuck. Man. I got twenty-four carats of gems in fucking Monster Hunter last night. Let me tell you what. So if you had twenty-four carat gold, that's ninety-nine point ninety-nine percent gold. Just like what's the point one percent? Probably nickel. Or something like that. Carrot. Yeah. It says here. There's a warning below this chart I'm looking at. <laughs> It says, don't let a dealer try to sell you 25K or 26K gold, since 24 carat is pure gold. There so is what the, no what thing. the fuck is 25 and 26K? Like, is that just, it doesn't bullshit? exist. They're saying don't mm -hmm. get scammed. It would be like 100 and something. I'd be like, hey, check out my 4D movie. 5D movie. 5D gold. 5D. Also known as Shut up, James. Shrek the experience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Robert. Mackie, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, do either of you guys have a Google still open? I have, I have a Google request real quick. I yeah, got gotcha. you. Hit me with it. Yeah. Oh no, street uh, gotcha. Cast got it. Can you can oh. you Google real quick? Um, 
Animal Crossing Switch release date? Okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, I'm pulling it up here. Uh, it, it immediately pulls up the original Animal Crossing, which came out in 2001. Mm. You didn't, you didn't put Switch in then. I did put Switch. Animal Crossing Switch release date. Wow, damn. I guess uh, we're just not getting it. Wow. Yeah, I just got a text from Sam King that says no. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> dude. There he knows. Oh, sorry, man. It. Mario, uh, Mario Direct. They announced Animal Crossing isn't coming anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Animal Crossing, Sam Atherton, how's it, how's it going? You know, it's going pretty good. I had a bit. I forgot it. Gold. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing I want to say. You know the worst bit? It's like, you're real excited for a game, you have a series you really like, you know, whenever fucking, you know, Days Gone comes out, we're all so supportive <laughs> of Elmer, but, you know, I, I'm out here wishing for Animal Crossing, and everyone's like, I hope it gets fucking delayed, I hope it gets cancelled, I hope you die before it comes out. I don't know, I feel like I'm the only one doing that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My form have you guys played, uh, <laughs> have you guys played Kingdom Hearts 3? Oof. Kingdom Hearts 3, I've never heard of that. Ouch. Yeah, I don't think anyone has. Why are we drinking that pickle juice, though? That's what I want to know. Hey, I don't even cowards. remember what my pickle bet was for, but yeah, I'm going to do it. At you owe point. pickle Elmer juice for the jamboree. Can, uh, Elmer and I can do it live oh, in, our, yeah, yeah. in our new studio. Yeah. Oh, you want you want that aged pickle juice? That vintage pickle juice? Yeah, I'm, all, I'm not drinking any pickle juice unless it's at least from 2015. <laughs> Did you know that when you jar stuff like pickles... Uh, it's called pickling. Done. Next No, point. but you can... If you don't seal it properly, it can get, like, a bacteria in it, and then you wouldn't know, but then you eat it, and then it kills you. I forget Maybe. what it's called. <laughs> it makes it more delicious. <laughs> I read this recently, but I forget the name of the bacteria. The, the forbidden flavor. You pickling I went, anything right now at the moment, Andy? I'm I'm not, but I, I went down a rabbit hole. I clicked on like some random thing. I was reading about people pickling and they pickle and you could if you seal it right, people keep this shit for decades. That's weird. Yeah, dude, I've seen Cassidy. Holes. What's I've the oldest pickle you'll last. eat? Go ahead. I asked. <laughs> what's what's the oldest pickle? Uh, the oldest pickle I'd eat. Has the seal been broken? No. Oof. I mean, confidently, 2016, no problem. Damn. 20, That's young. 2014, I can wrap my head around. Cass is after those young pickles. Yeah, what about 2006? 13 years? Proper proper storage? In a, in a cool, dry place? Yeah. Cool, dry okay. place. Okay, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. What about in oh. the Amazon rainforest? <laughs> I'm out. What do you mean? You just like, you found like a pickle jar in the Amazon rainforest from like 2003, but the seal was unbroken? Yeah, it's been nah, nah, nah. The yeah. the sun and the humidity fucked with it. I don't it's think like I don't think capsule. that's I don't think that's how that works. Like vinegar just preserves shit forever. This is like those people when they opened up that mummy's tomb and they were like, oh, and they we wanted to this. drink the juice. Drink the <laughs> yeah, red we juice. Can drink, we can drink that. <laughs> the forbidden I juice. I forgot about that. Forbidden Kool-Aid. What a story. You know somebody drank it. Somebody <laughs> yeah. didn't ask permission. They just drank it. Yeah, yeah now they're There's fucking no infected with the mummy <laughs> virus. And they're going to be like Brendan Fraser. 
Dude, that's awesome. Or I want if, if that makes you like Brendan Fraser, I'm totally drinking that. There's no vaccine for that either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, breaking it open, it's similar to whatever that bacteria is that comes in jar. Mm-hmm. If you had to guess, Robbie, Brandon Fraser, pro vaccines, anti vaccines? Uh, pro vaccines. Okay. Now, Brandon Fraser, if you had to ask him, is he pro Jared or anti Jared? What would you think he is? Ah, oof, oof, ouch. ouch. Cassidy Sargent's also here with us today. Hello, <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Let's have a great show. Let's get into the news. The Let's have a great news. show. I'm excited to get to the news because we got some cool stuff to talk about. But first, we got to talk about games. I, I want to say pro Jared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Games. So, who's playing Rage 2? Oh, I'm playing Rage 2. Damn. Wow. I was yeah, not expecting that. that. Yeah, I bought it yesterday uh, from CD Keys for like 40 bucks. That's a crime. The only bummer yeah. is that it's uh, it's not Steam. It's the Bethesda launcher. Mm. So I have to use that. That piece of shit. Um, Can you buy it on Steam? I know? forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's on, it's on Steam. But mm, okay. it was full price on Steam. Um, yeah, no, I was just curious if it was an, like exclusive to their store or not. Yeah. I only, I would have bought it on Steam if it was if there were any multiplayer aspects. But since like it's just a solo experience through and through, I figured, eh, fuck it. Bethesda launcher's fine. Um. I'm not that far into it yet. I've only played like the first 20 minutes and uh man, it's kind of like it's real boring for the first 20 minutes, which is what I've heard online. I've heard that it's a very slow game to start, but once you start accumulating powers and weapons, it becomes like an entirely different piece of media. Um but god damn, the only things I can really speak to right now are the story and then the little bit of gunplay that I've experienced because I don't I haven't even locked any powers yet um the gunplay's good it feels like doom so there's that but I don't know why they put so much of a focus on story when clearly the story doesn't matter and you can tell that they don't care about the story at all and they still are forcing you to play like two to three hours of introductory missions to like introduce you to the world and like give you lore behind this world like it's fuck it it's mad max like just skip it you could have just thrown me into a post-apocalyptic wasteland and been like you got some people to kill go do it like pull a breath of the wild just have me wake up in a wasteland and meet somebody that's like yeah you gotta kill you gotta kill these people but instead they waste time like introducing characters just to kill them off immediately trying to build lore that i do like i don't think anybody cares about and uh, taking control away from the player constantly for weird first-person cutscenes that are ultimately inconsequential. Um, but I hear it gets a lot better once you get past these opening phases. So I'll report back on it as I get further into the game, as I start like getting to the real meat. But right now I'm a uh, ooh, I'm not really feeling it. How many Andrew WK songs have you heard? So far, none, which is disappointing. Fuck. Wow. Yeah. I know. It's kind of interesting that it probably, to some degree, feels like uh, a weird requirement, right? Like, to actually, like, even if your story's not going to be good, like, make an attempt. Um, when I do think you're totally right, like, if you're not going to make a full attempt, like, why not? Why couldn't you just be a fucking bro that woke up? Yeah. Right? Like, again, just like, pull, like... Even, like, the Far Cry system, right? Where, like, there's, like, a 30-second thing, you're a kid, then you kill things. Exactly, done. yeah. Like, Far Cry Primal, you, like... The first mission is you hunt a mammoth, 
your tribe gets split up, and then you have to go find your tribe again. It was over in, like, ten minutes. Yeah. But this is just like, oh, man. And the, the environments are so boring right now. But everything, from all the reviews that I've watched, they all say the game gets way better and, like, the game is definitely worth playing because the gameplay is just that satisfying. The, in, the environments start getting more varied. Um, you have a lot of options. Like, it, it's just a good sandbox to play with when you get the tools that you need. But I just wish, and I, uh, I'm spoiled by Breath of the Wild, because Breath of the Wild just gives you everything to play with from the get-go, and just tells you to go have fun in the world. So I just kind of wish that more open-world games would mimic that structure. Is this Why an open-world game? Wild? Perfect game. Yeah, this is an open-world game. Okay. How yeah, big, big is the world? Big ol' map. Uh, I, I've heard it's big, and there are a lot of different biomes. Um... But I have yet to even reach a vehicle right now, so I don't really know how big the world is or how big it feels yet. You get your own vehicle at some point that you can customize and shit. Yeah, which looks fun. It's I mean it's but. from like you know it's from the Mad Max devs and uh, the car combat was the best part of Mad Max. So if like Not and that's why I was so excited for this game is because it's the Mad Max car <coughs> combat and the uh, ID Software first-person shooter combat combined into one. So this should be like a smash hit, but. I don't know. They, they made some poor design choices, in my opinion, that are kind of hamstringing what this game could have been. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in it. I don't know, like, right now, but it does, like, there is some parts of it that look kind of cool. Though I still can't get over that they revived Rage. Right? Like, that this is the front, like, that, because it, it's seemingly so far removed from the first game, right? Like, is it connected? Oh, yeah, you don't have to, like, it's, there are characters that appear in this one that appear in the first one, but... You really don't need to play the first one at all, and this one does a pretty good job of introducing uh, the world and, like, what what happened in the first one, which apparently not a whole lot happened in the first one, going by this game's summary of the first game. So, they clearly designed this as, like, a, a soft reboot of the franchise and not a proper sequel to Rage. <laughs> I wonder, I'm interested to see how it sells, because I feel like people are, like, it seemed like there was a decent amount of interest in this game. And yeah. then critically, like, it's not doing poor, but it's, I think, lower it's than very, people might have expected. Very middling. Yeah, I was hoping for, like, you know, high 80s. At least mid-80s, maybe. But I think on Metacritic and Open Critic, it's got, like, 75, 76. So, like, a little bit better than Days Gone. Wow. <laughs> got him! May, uh, may I jump in with uh, Elmer's recommendation pick of the week? Do it. Uh, I watched uh, one. I, I always talk about this YouTube channel. It's gamers in all caps with the A. It's like an upside down V. It's really upsetting that I have to fucking give that preface every time I talk about him because it's such a good YouTube channel. Um, but he just does like fucking little docs about video games and stuff. Um, and he did right now. He's doing a Red Dead uh, series, which is fucking yeah. phenomenal. Really like, good. did you know that Red Dead Revolver was like fucking a Capcom property? Dude, it was a Capcom yeah. property where like you sh you you fought zombies. Yeah, this shit's nuts. Like, it's so fascinating. Um, but right before he did that one, he did a like a long form. It's like forty minutes on Prince of Persia, mm -hmm. which is fucking fascinating. So good. Um, cannot recommend that enough. But it reminds me of like you know you just said like fucking I can't believe Rage is what they decided to bring back, right? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Like that that video. Maybe it's just because it's so fresh in my mind. But I was like, man, Prince of Persia is coming back at some point in our lifetime. Hey, no the C three doubt. The C three maybe. Yeah, I mean it sounds. That, that, that would be a spicy meatball E3 prediction. 
Because um, I think we all at this point know Splinter Cell's coming in some variation or some form. What a weird thing movement. that was. It was a joke. He yeah. was just playing. You want to break? I mean, do you have it pulled up? Do you need a minute? Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'll pull it up. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just, like, Prince of Persia, one of those things that, like, really didn't have as many installments as I thought it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely a problem, right, for a series if I assume there was a billion installments. Dude, um, there are a lot of those games, though. There's, like, at least well, there's nine. Nine? Not even nine. No, there's the three, like, the Sands of Time trilogy. That's, like, what people kind of like. Uh-huh. Then there's like the new one that came out with the movie, and then before that there's the two like uh, like old Mac computer ones. And then Sands there's the time there's the so 2010 good. one. Oh, and there's that there's art like the style. Yeah, there's the cel shaded yeah, one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the one that. So like, I guess seven. Yeah, seven total. Still, I think that they um, bring this back though. Like I feel like this turned into Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That's definitely what happened, and he kind of goes into that in part of the doc. Um... But I think at this point, like, if they wanted something whimsical-ish that's not hyper-violent like Assassin's Creed, like a rated T for teen game maybe, like some Dude, they got Mario, Uncharted vibes. they got Mario Rabbids for that. Like, I mean, it just sounds like Spinner Cell, Prince of Persia coming back. Nah, fuck, it in. Fuck, the, the fuck the whimsy, dude. Give me, an HD, give me, like, a Blue Point remake of Warrior Within. That's what I want. He's bad. got those Kratos no, chains. No, Warrior Within is the best Prince of Persia game. I'll fight anybody on no, that. That sends the time, bro. Nah, Warrior so, Within's better. While we're talking about it real quick, because we referenced it, the uh, the Splinter Cell. Are all familiar with this? Go down. The fucking tweets. Goddamn. I think my favorite of the tweets is that the, you know, the creative director sent out the tweet saying that they're working on Splinter Cell. Uh, and then... Almost, not even 30 minutes later, 20 minutes later, almost to the minute, he tweeted, okay, please don't retweet. I may be in trouble. Yeah. And then well, that 20, was... minutes, what, 20 like... minutes after that, he sent a screenshot of his iMessage texting with the head of PR at Ubisoft, and it just says, turn your phone off in all caps. And he <laughs> said, uh, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> this is the... I just weirdest, fucking goddamn dude, just drunk game dev meetups sounds so fun. So do, do we you think, think it's true? Yeah. Y- yeah. What's do we the... think it's like a thing or like did he fuck up or is it a marketing thing? No, I think it's I a marketing think it's a thing. Market. I don't think it's either. I think he was actually yeah. just having fun. And I think so, so the too. Reason I think that tweet was a joke yeah. was because you look at it and below the working on Splinter Cell message in the same crossover. tweet he has like crossover. Yeah, we have a crossover with the crew too. And I'm like, of all games for Spinner Cell to cross over with, do you think it's going to cross over with The Crew 2? I think it was a joke for sure. Yeah. But I think also Spinner Cell's coming. And I'm not going to give more. I mean, yeah, so related rumor, right? Uh, uh, Ubi came out and said, yeah, we've got three unannounced games that are dropping this year. Starlink 2. And one of them... Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon makes four. Three of them are unannounced. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And that did pirate that? game just got delayed. Mm-hmm. Skull and Bones. Is that, that even game? like? Oh, did it really? I don't think that game's coming out anymore. Like, I think they kind of realized. It's coming out. I don't know. I think they realized that like, oh, this isn't like enough to warrant a full game release. I think they're gonna roll it into something else. Maybe they'll release it as a free-to-play game. But I think that's what I'm saying. It's gonna come out, dude. Free-to-play or 
just dump it. Yeah, fucking February or March. Y'all remember Ghost Recon Phantoms? That free-to-play Ghost Recon game? Nope. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what's gonna happen with Skull and Bones. Yeah, Breakpoint but... looks cool, though. The new Ghost Recon? Yeah, I'm kinda interested. I like Wildlands quite a bit, even though it was too much to fucking actually. Um, there's a Ghost Recon game on 3DS. It's a launch title. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. Is it like Call of Duty 4 where you use the stylus to aim? No, it's a, uh, it's basically like XCOM or Fire Emblem, but with Ghost Recon. Oh. That's cool. That's a smart it's, decision. It's really cool. I hope yeah. we get either a Hawks 3 or an End Game, no, not End, end War 2. Those are the sequels I want to see. I am willing end to bet War? you almost anything that one of these announced, unannounced <laughs> games is not End Game 2 with voice <laughs> Make activated. What are you gonna bet, Cass? Mayo bet. Come on, let's go. <sighs> I mean, if, if, I, I if mean, one I'll of these, make that bet, but I don't think that's in Robbie's best interest. If one of these, make it, Robbie. No, this is a one-sided bet. <laughs> we're we're known. I mean, for it those. still means you, you you go in pain. Yeah. If Cass, <laughs> the bet is for Cass. <laughs> if End End War Two is not one of the titles they announced at E three. He has to eat, or if, if it is one of the titles at E3, he has to eat the entire jar of Miracle Whip that has been sitting in his pantry for however long. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That sounds gross. It's not worth it. It's not worth the gag. Is it, is it in but your you, you were so confident. I am, I am confident, but I don't even want to put it out there, man. <laughs> and nobody wants to see that. That's not even good content. Goddamn, we're Dude, so that close thing to up like a. Yeah. Hell yeah, we are. I'm excited. It's weird, that. right? I'm excited. I'm starting to get the, the predictions tables, episode coming up. Oh, yeah, man. It's also weird I called dibs on on the a... first Nintendo prediction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I know what it's going to be. I think I know what it's going to be. I got dibs on the first thing. <sighs> the interesting thing, I think, is uh, I think Microsoft's in a very unique place that is like a double-edged sword, where because PlayStation is not there, I think that it is going to make it so their conference is going to be a little more boring because they're going to have all the third-party stuff. Because wait, we're also disagree. You know what I mean? They bought all those studios, and Phil Spencer was going yeah, on record saying, "Like, yeah, we're we're showing some shit." Yeah, but I mean, last year's conference was third-party heavy up. too, and I still thought it was hype as fuck. Yeah. And just the presentation. Yeah, I mean, that's where we disagreed. But this is also where we disagreed. But the, uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think it is, it might, it's going to be interesting to see, like, because even Ubisoft, Ubisoft's going to have a thing. Or not Ubisoft, uh, they will, but I'm, I meant to say Square Enix. But, like, Square Enix will show some shit at Microsoft still, knowing that that's going to get more eyes on the Western audience. So, I don't know. It's just interesting that, like, for the first year, it's not going to be divided the way it kind of usually tends to be. Um, which might it'll be interesting to see what Microsoft is going to do. And I also don't think they're they can they can only show so much of the stuff. All the studios are little babies. I mean, no, they're definitely not babies. Like they've all had projects in the oven before Microsoft acquired them. And so here's my but very are, they, are are you assuming that all of them had projects in the oven that Microsoft was like, yeah, okay, we'll just keep doing this? Yes. But I would not these are my these are my very general predictions for Microsoft at E3 this year. Um, one, I think we're definitely going to get the next Xbox, the Xbox Project Scarlet, or whatever they're calling it. 
Um, and I think that because they're announcing new hardware, we're going to see a very heavy focus on first-party titles. Like, I don't think... I, I don't think it's going to be nearly as third-party heavy as it was in 2018. I definitely think that we're seeing... I will, I will make a pickle bet right now. Okay. You can't see. You can't do a pickle bet, dude, because it's not fair with you. Do a mayo bet. Lay it out. Mayo bet. The bet would be this. Ooh, this is a spicy meatball, dude. I like this. <laughs> there will be more per minute time spent on third-party stuff than first-party stuff. And by third-party, I just mean anything that's not an Xbox exclusive. Um. What about hardware? So but you're you're including like so like window like Xbox Play Anywhere like Windows 10 stuff too. What do you? Because Xbox exclusive like doesn't really mean anything anymore because you can play all their. Well, games yeah, on that, PC. but that's that's what I mean, I guess, right? The, yeah. The, no, I'll take I'll take that bet. I think I definitely think that we're <laughs> seeing a lot more first party stuff from Xbox. I think they're gonna there's gonna be more first party content per minute this show than third party stuff. Elmer. And I, I don't think it's a commentary on Xbox, by the way. I just think it's like, where else are all these gonna, dudes going to go? Like, where is Call of Duty going to go? They have to go to fucking somewhere. No, but Call of Duty is, like, exclusive to PlayStation, so they'll do something, I'm sure. Yeah, I think that deal is still there. Like, oh, Microsoft, Microsoft has a really good EA deal, but I'm pretty sure that Activision has their contract with PlayStation for all their marketing. What's going to fuck this all up is when they show 10 minutes of Halo footage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That is actually... I, we're going to get 10 minutes of Halo that. footage. We're going to get a significant showing from Gears of War. It's going to be so fucking... If they are announcing a new console, another... there's going to be a ton of time on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that wouldn't count towards either. It wouldn't? But... Dude, that's first party. No. No, no. We're talking about software. Like, what? Of that the wasn't software. part of That wasn't part of the deal. Mm. Well, <laughs> if we're counting you, hardware... what past filming at you. What hardware do they have to compete with? Like, they're not showing third-party hardware. So I would just mean, like, of the time spent on software. You would just subtract from the overall equation the time spent on hardware. So what do you think, Robbie? Or whenever they reveal a car. I wouldn't fucking count that as fucking third-party. That's part of the Forza yeah, presentation. because they, they didn't design the car. Oh, my God. I mean, here's, a, here's another question. Is there any... Robert's obviously going to say, you know, some... Very positive, Subscribe to Game Pass. Is there any fucking chance in hell that Gears of War 5, is it the fifth one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Looks interesting. I thought it looked all. interesting last time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought Damn. it looked fine. Damn. Halo, though, I'm fucking amped for that. Oh, yeah, dude. God, Halo yeah, is going to be. Gonna be, be cool. We'll get to this when we get to the E3 prediction episode, but Halo is yeah. going to be a launch title for the Scarlet. Nah, dude. You ever read I think the, the game's letter? farther out than we know. Dude. What's that? The Scarlet Letter. Yeah. Oh, you mean Easy A? That yeah. was a good movie. I like, I like that, that movie. Emma yeah, Stone's so great, honestly. Yeah. Just read the book. Yeah. The, the Scarlet book Letter. A lot better. <laughs> <laughs> the novelization of Easy A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the dust jacket on top of the Scarlet Letter. <laughs> and they found and replaced all of the uh, names with whatever her name is with uh, the character. Emma Stone. Esther Prynne. Esther, Pr Esther, Esther Prynne. Wow. That's a fucking waste of, of memory. Yeah, yeah you nice. see that? I pulled a fucking high school thought out right there. Hey, for adulterer. <laughs> um, Robert, you want to talk about uh, Monster Hunter World Witcher content? You're How not going to yeah. talk about Ruiner? No, we're going to get there. I just figured because okay. we're on Robbie already. Yeah, okay. it's uh, So, Monster Hunter, yet again, 
has me by the fucking balls, dude. I thought I was done with this game. I always think I'm done with this game. I have other pasture, like greener pastures to move on to, but boy, this thing just draws me back in. Uh, partly because the Witcher content is finally on PC, and partly because the Spring Festival is going on. So there are a ton of armor sets and weapons that I'm trying to get while they're uh, timed exclusives. Um, but yeah, the Witcher content is... It's not that long. It probably It's probably like an hour to two hours of gameplay, uh, depending on how good you are at the game. Um, and I'm not saying that as like an elitist. I'm saying that because this is a surprisingly difficult mission. Um, so far, it's only single player. You play as uh, Gerald of Rivia. And it's just fun to see him use the fucking Monster Hunter weapons. Like, after playing The Witcher 3 and just seeing the super grounded, normal-ass combat system, to see him suddenly flying through the air doing all these, like, acrobatics while, like, spouting his one-liners is extremely satisfying. Um, so how do they explain this in the story? Is it is it cool? It just... It, no, it, I mean, it's as cool as, like... No, not really. It's not cool. Um, because they literally just open up a port. Like, you're just... What is it? You talk to your Palico, and your Palico's like, Yeah, dude, we were, like, foraging, and this weird-ass cat showed up and followed us home. And the weird cat they're talking about is, like, that monster... They're called a Necker. And they're, like, mm. these, like, melty Whoa. flesh goblins. Yeah. Um, and you can actually get one... You can get a skin for your Palico to look like that, which is what I did, because it's a beautiful creature. Um, and they're this just, like... not intended to be... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just, um, you basically go on and you talk to the, the main hunter. And as you're talking to, like, the captain of the expedition crew, a fucking portal opens up above you and, uh, Geralt just falls out. <laughs> he just fucking falls out. He's just like, where am I? <laughs> and he's like, oh, if I got here, that means there's probably a monster. The monster I was fighting is probably here, too, which it is. So then you're the captain. You're the right, that's captain. not cool. Yeah. The, Does it have the, the same VO? Oh, yeah. Like the voice actor? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and he looks like, you know, it's actually kind of funny how well he fits in with the aesthetic of the world. Like, he's clearly not as over the top as everybody else, but he is a monster hunter. Like, that's what witchers do. They hunt monsters. And it's kind of funny because the captain is just like, all right, you go kill the monster since you fucking brought it here. And that's how you play as Geralt. And then you, you slay the monster and then you get some cool materials to craft like uh Geralt's sword and his armor set is this a timed thing i don't believe so okay. i believe it's like the final fantasy content where it's just it's available um forever cool because i want to play this this looks fucking awesome yeah uh apparently they are adding it's only single player for now but i think this week they'll they'll add the multiplayer version of the monster to go up against and they're also adding more which are like you can get a skin for uh siri so you can if you're playing a female character you can look like siri instead of uh Geralt. um oh, they're yeah. adding new weapons from the witcher so it's kind of just like it's a weird two-week rollout for all this content i don't know why they did it but i'm glad that we're getting more than just like i think the free content of Geralt with the voice acting and everything um and the weapons is good enough for free but the fact that they're giving us all this other stuff for free as well is like, it, it makes me want to buy some microtransaction costumes from Capcom just for giving all this stuff for free. Because it's, yeah, I mean, this game is such a good value. Monster Hunter World's the game that keeps on fucking giving. Gone Gold's first ever Gordo, Gordo game of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What a game. Yeah. 
God damn. Uh, Sam, you want to tell me about Ruiner? Yeah, so a few uh, a few weeks ago, I started my Humble of the Week, where I play random Humble games that I get. I did that once, and I forgot about it. I did it again with Ruiner last night. Uh, it's like a, a top-down twin-stick shooter, but you have like a baseball bat, and uh, it's like a uh, cyberpunk sort of thing. Uh, it's a fun game. It I don't know. There seems to be like some sort of story. Uh, <laughs> the Hotline Miami guy's in it. Oh, is it? What? I I'm I'm seeing a picture and it says Hotline Miami X Ruiner. Uh, he, oh, I guess you, I don't know if he's playable or, or something, but he's in there. He's yeah. got a baseball bat. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a fun game. It's just like kind of a generic twin stick shooter right now. Uh, there's like some guy is like being mind controlled by the bad guys. I think. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of fun. I think a lot of the Made appeal of that game initial. is the style. Is that like pushing you forward at all, or is it not really hitting for you? So the all of like the key art looks really nice. It's like got that sort of like anime like Akira feel. And then the gameplay is just like or, like the actual graphics is just like generic Unreal Engine mm. graphics. Mm. But like the the scenery looks pretty cool. How's the soundtrack? It's very stylized. Uh, I think it was good. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. Mm. Will you go back to it? Probably not. Yikes! There you go. Steam it's refund. Sorry. Yeah. Can we talk about Mario Maker? <laughs> um, you know, let me check the notes. Yeah, we can talk about Mario Maker. I have a quick question for Robert that has nothing to do with Mario Maker that I just thought of. All right, you got 15 seconds on the clock. Robert, we're about to live together. Are we? When we record the show, are we going to do it in like separate bedrooms? Mm. In the same house? No, we're going to be recording live in the studio. Okay, you can talk about Mario Maker. <laughs> Wait, I have a question for Cass. Yes. You were pro Jared. <laughs> Who's bigger? <laughs> Let's talk about Mario Maker. Just, I mean, that's an easy layup, Cass. He just gave you a fucking. Yeah, I'm Scotty Pippen. You're Michael Jordan there, and you fucking whiffed the dunk. I don't want to comment. Is humble. Yeah, dude. he's humble. <laughs> Yo, Mario Maker fucks. Boys, I'm so excited. Goddamn. Fuck. Can someone give me a quick rundown of? the big things coming to Mario Maker because uh, I was working real hard so I didn't get a chance to watch the direct. So I have a, a somewhat of a Twitter thread up with uh, some various different things that were announced. Um, basically like everything from Mario Maker 1 is back. Uh, it's now like more customizable. You can change the music. You can change the backgrounds. You can change whatever style you want obviously the new super mario bros 3d world aesthetic is there including all of that music enemies the cat suit um there's this new thing called the moon which like allows you to make it night mode no matter where you are uh you can customize like you can control how fast the screen pans you can also control if it pans up or down you can make vertical based levels instead of like going horizontal um there's like a huge there's so co-op obviously you can customize and build levels like local co-op co-op and competitive yeah there's yeah, also the like competitive the competitive uh levels look fun as fuck so how yeah. do the competitive levels work is it just a race first to the end so it's like sonic yeah. r nice 
but so it's not in Mario Maker One. You could the only way to beat a level was just getting to the flagpole. Now there's a bunch of different like stipulations mm-hmm. you can introduce. Like you can say you have to collect a hundred coins and then make it to the end. Kill uh, all the Goombas. What have you? Yeah. Get to the end as um, Super Mario or Fire Flower Mario. I think yeah. one of the biggest surprises is the the story mode. Right. We, I think. Yeah, the story mode seems interesting. Uh, you know, I think it's just going to be kind of a dumb way to, like, to let people like learn how to build like not shitty levels. It's still a hundred levels of Mario that like yeah, Nintendo designed made. Designed by Nintendo. Yeah. Wow. Which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Once you download yeah, a map, think, uh, it's uh, on your Switch. You can even play it offline, which is pretty fucking cool. That you could just load up some uh, levels for a like a plane ride or something. There's a uh, the 3D world stuff is separate <clears throat> from everything else. So, like the other three or other four styles and game modes all speak to each other. I think like you can intermingle within them, but 3D world operates on its own since it's so much different. Um, and I forget which mode it is. I think it's in 3D World, uh, where the there's a fucking Metal Gear Solid Five Jeep uh, that a Koopa can drive, and then you can kill the Koopa in it, and then you can drive it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that looks cool. Um, I think the most thing, the thing that I'm most hyped for is the on-off switches. Yes, on-off switches. Like, Game changer. That's gonna be a good way to like introduce like some fucking cool levels and like just some cool like dunks to fuck people with what are the on off switches so you hit the on off switch and then either blocks can like go turn invisible or like be solid that you can walk on or Mm. you can change the tracks the conveyor belt direction yeah and the conveyor belt direction and there's like a a type of level called ultra star and uh, it's basically just like all of these tricks you do with like the on off switches and uh the uh not the conveyor belts but the like platforms and uh i'm really excited to see what people do with those so i think that'll be really fucking cool there's a whole yeah. bunch of shit in there man it, i think it's it's worth watching the the 15 minute direct for sure yeah i mean there's so much shit in that direct that it's like unbelievable that like i i kept thinking while i was watching the direct like how difficult it must be to like say all of the things that are in this direct like just explain them because there's so much like they're throwing around terminology that to fucking if you don't know mario fucking lore you don't even know what the fuck they're saying and they're not only just trying to say what something is like they're trying to explain how you can like break Mm -hmm. everything and customize it however you want and how there's like these insane intricate details like you could put anything in this cube and then activate it with an on off switch and it's crazy they use the term mad lad they do use mad lad yeah jesus they called uh the dude, who's the dude that slams boom boom all the time boom 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 is a mad lad they said look out for this mad lad <laughs> nintendo uk tweeted that afterwards just boom boom is a mad lad <laughs> certified um, so i think the coolest thing about this is that because mario maker had one awful thing and one great thing about its online mode is the great thing that it had meverse which was a fucking treat to mankind that we will forever be lost without. Uh, but it, it had, it also had terrible like curation and search functionality. Mm. Like you, could, all those great levels got buried under garbage. And so basically, they've replaced Meverse with like a Maker profile, 
And so every maker profile gets like a little avatar that you can customize. And like you unlock like little things to decorate your avatar with. And then that becomes like your maker page. So somebody can go to your maker page and see all of your creations. And you get a maker score. Like people can rate. Like you get an average score based on like your level reviews. Um, and then you can also comment on things, which sort of replaces the Miiverse functionality. I uh, liked all the like tags that they had for yeah. levels too, because you can tag your yeah. levels, and there it seemed pretty extensive. That you know you could talk about difficulty and whether it was an auto scroll, whether it was underwater, whether it was Super Mario World or another game. Yeah, because this game lives yeah. and dies by that. Can you make three D Mario levels yet, or is it no. still just two D? No, it's 2D. the 3D game, but just the art set and the items. Oh, uh, okay. On a 2D plane. What plan. about any stylus news? <clears throat> no news of a stylus. So I that is somewhat concerning to me, but I also wonder because like I've heard a lot of chatter about what's going on with the stylus. What's going on with the stylus? Are we overrating the stylus? Is it not that big a deal? I think I don't think it's that big a deal. I think it's a massive deal. I don't think it is. I mean, you could just buy a normal stylus. The Switch works with normal styluses. <laughs> Why like don't the they one include that... it? I also felt like w- just watching them build today, like in the direct, it seemed like they were using a pad or the stick, and it seemed fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the UI is really built to not have a stylus. However, those of us in non-US territories oh boy. will be getting the game with the stylus. Fuck you guys. That's the, <laughs> that's the part of this that's actually weird to me. Because if it's not a big deal, then nobody should need a stylus. But if it is a big deal, and hey, we want to give people styluses, then hook everybody up. Just do it for everyone. Yeah, I was watching on Seems a little weird. Uh, I realized by the end that I was watching the UK stream. Mm. They're getting the fucking stylus too. What? So yeah. at first I was like, I was like, oh, we all get the stylus. And then when they talk about that other thing that we should talk about, the uh, voucher, voucher the vouchers thing. Uh, and they talk about money. I was like, what the fuck is the, the, the <laughs> deuce or a pound? Whatever the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> it costs uh, The voucher deuces. thing. <laughs> if you have a uh, Nintendo online subscription, uh, you can pay $100 and you'll receive two vouchers for two $60 games. So you save $20, $10 on each game. Uh, but it's a little, you know, they didn't have to do that. I Wait, thought so it was a, a like, nice little... If, if, if I was going to buy... Like, if I was going to pre-order Mario... Uh, maker digitally and then i would just save that voucher for like the next first party game i want to get at launch like that's not a bad deal yeah Yeah. i think it's it's great i mean it's objectively a good deal because i'll probably i might do it it because it costs you nothing i'll probably buy animal crossing digitally and physically (laughs) just that's the dumbest because i need a physical copy of it tom look needs that (sighs) cash yeah, it's, it seems cool because it's like yeah if you're gonna buy two games like i mean we're all adults we have a hundred dollars you know, to buy Speak two to games like fucking money bags over here. Yeah, yeah. I'm out here trying to buy a house, man. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I would rather save. I would rather spend a hundred dollars on two games than a hundred and twenty dollars on two games. True. So you sound like you understand business. Mm-hmm. I do understand business. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Oscars? Fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> if I'm being for real. So honestly, like I was excited for this game, but watching <clears throat> this, I'm fucking amped. Like I can't wait for this game. It was a great direct. Are you a builder or a player, Andy? I'm going to build, but my builds will be shitty, so I'll mostly be a player. Uh, we'll get a Gone Gold build pool going. It'll be fun. But so what, I, what I'm really getting from this direct, from what I'm hearing from everybody, is that uh, 
Dreams doesn't need to exist anymore. We have Mario Maker. Nah, Dreams is so much... Dude, somebody's remaking Metal Gear 1 in Dreams. <laughs> I saw it. I watched I them play through it. Yeah. It's insane. I don't get it. The fuck is Dreams? Yeah. Is it's Dreams crazy. out? It's, it's just a worse It's in early Mario access. It's you know what Dreams access? is? Dreams okay, yeah. is just... Dreams is the sequel to Microsoft's Project Spark. You remember that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Nobody even knew that game came out. Remember <laughs> exactly. when they used Conquer in that marketing? You think anybody's actually going to buy Dreams? Yeah. yeah. I think it'll, it'll get somewhere. Unity's free. Unreal Engine is free. But those games... Oh, those are on. more difficult to use, I think, than dreams like i think you're undermining how easy it is i don't i don't know i feel like people that are like everybody that's remaking games in dreams clearly has dev experience with more robust game engines and they're only doing this because it's like oh look at what you can do in dreams it's all promotional and i think the the beauty hard of disagree mario yeah. mario maker i'm gonna say let us make so a game. mainstream it's so easy we're yeah, gonna make a game. Make in a Gone Gold game in to, Dreams. You have to make a game in Unity, and then Sam King is gonna play <laughs> both of them. And he's gonna tell us which one he thinks is better. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I'm down for that challenge. Bring it. I made a game for a book report in eighth grade. I got a fucking A plus on it. I am down for this challenge. Yeah, ma- make us a game an eighth grader would make, and we'll make something in Dreams, and we'll see Hell how it yeah. turns out. Um, We're gonna make the End Game Two remake in Dreams. <laughs> yeah, ma- make End, end War Two, please. Um, I'm excited because, like, I think it's going to be one of those games where everyone, like, kind of, everyone who has it, like, talks about it and tells people, like, oh, look, go look up this level I played last night. It's crazy what this person did or your friends making levels and then, like, sharing them. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is, like, it looked like it was, like, a, like, a level ID, which would be kind of a pain in the ass. Like, I don't know why Nintendo's... It still uses friend codes, so, like, this wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. And I thought they were going to get rid of that when the online service came, but... Yeah. Nope. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah, I think you'll be able to search by, like, user and stuff, so... Cool. We can only hope. But the one uh, thing that I'm worried about is, like, you know, in Mario Maker 1, there were a lot of just really bad levels. Like, people just, like, you know, trying to be shitty and, like, trying to be trolly, but really they're just, like, bad levels. And I think here, like, the good levels are going to be even better, but the bad levels are going to be even worse. Yeah, I think and, that's uh, why it's good that they're, like, it looks like they're really going hard on, like, the curation. Like, the good yeah. levels will come to the front, and the bad ones will get buried. It did look like they had a dislike button, too. They did. So, we'll see, uh, you know, maybe it's, like, Mob Justice over here. <laughs> and that game's out, like, now. Basically. In, like, a month. Like it's, yeah. It's crazy how soon it's coming. What is it, June 28th? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Goddamn. It's gonna be I bought the, the uh, I bought the special edition that comes with a an Amazon exclusive pen case. Yo. And uh, it's it's an extra ten dollars. And I asked my coworkers if they thought it was worth it, and they said worth. no. <laughs> and I said I'm gonna buy it anyway. <laughs> hey, how much is the Nintendo Switch Online service? Because they Four they also announced year. it's one more time. Twenty bucks a year. Twenty bucks a year. Okay. Okay, so you're saving ten bucks with the the Mario Maker bundle then, because they put out they also announced that bundle that they were gonna do. I think it's sixty nine ninety nine gets you the game and a year of Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, maybe I'll do that. I don't have that service yet. It's free with Twitch Prime though. Yeah, you should get it. Oh, yeah, Nintendo Twitch Switch Prime. Online is. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. full year for free. Oh, fuck. Okay. Thank you. Use you the Amazon, promo code GONGOLD. I have Amazon Prime, so I'm in there. Yeah, and you get all those NES games. Like they're fuck. fun to play. Yeah. Check this out, dude. I can play Tetris 99. I'm getting excited. Oh. Yo, I don't know if you guys saw. Tetris 99 has an event coming up. What? And they have a bunch of free content. Or not free, paid for content. Yeah, what the fuck are you paying for with Tetris 99? Oh my god, dude, mode, they're adding Tony? story mode and shit? Yeah, like offline mode, versus mode, uh, limitless mode. Uh, a whole bunch of different modes are coming. You can play co-op too, yeah. like against someone. Yeah, like I'm fucking buying yeah, this. Yeah, hell yeah. The, the One of the cool things though is that so every month they've been doing this like 999 game challenge. Where it's like for one weekend... Uh, like people who get a score of whatever, like the 999 people who get a score of whatever, like get uh, eShop credit. But this uh, this challenge, if you get a, at least a hundred points over the weekend, uh, which you get points for like depending on where you rank at the end of a game. Like you don't have to get to first to get points, but uh, you get points no matter what. And if you get 100 points, you unlock a skin for Mar- for Tetris 99 that uh, is the old Game Boy layout. Like oh, it very turns, cool. It turns the screen to, like, the green, and then the, the board becomes Game Boy. It's really cool. I probably won't get it, but, you know. It's a neat little thing. That is pretty cool. It's cute. Goddamn. Oh, man. Boys... If you had to talk about something, would you want PlayStation State of Play, Reggie's Chair update, and that's it? <laughs> Between those two. Start with the chair. The Ladies other big Nintendo news. Yeah, the perhaps the biggest Nintendo news, so, excluding the fact that uh, Reggie gave a non he gave a Reggie direct last week. It was a commencement address. Uh, for the school that his daughter goes to, Ringling College. But he mm-hmm. tweeted out he called it a Reggie Direct. That's cute. I thought it was cute. He is cute. Um, so, if you recall, on two episodes ago, I think it was, we talked about the epic tale of Reggie getting a Herman Miller air on. They signed the Change.org petition. Everything happened. There was a huge controversy. The, the internet blew up over it. Herman Miller came through. And on May 15th, 2019, at 9.35 a.m., Reggie confirmed, it's here. Thank you, Herman Miller. And he's posted a picture of his his chair. He sent him a fucking Walmart chair. The people have spoken. Yo, Robert's never sat in an Air Rod chair. chair. You have no idea what you're talking about. I don't need to, dude. My chair is more comfortable. You have no idea what you're talking about. My chair, he knows the luxury I live in. We've all sat in that chair, Robert. Yeah, no, we, know, we, we all sit, sit around and we run. wonder how anti-vaxxers can exist. And then we talk to someone like this who just is insistent <laughs> that oh his God, fucking chair is nicer. This? Yeah, Let, I didn't let's think admit so. though that it does not. Robert's chair goes really far back. Yes, so does the Aeron chair. Admit, yeah, and it reclines the forward. Aeron chair does reclines not, forward. It's got a rocking. If I was to if I was to profile this chair. It's not the chair I would say. That's an executive's chair, you know. Well, because they at least admit to that. It's rated like the. It looks no. It, if you didn't know any better, and you sent me that picture, I'd be like, "Oh, this is a twenty dollars chair." You from think Target. Jeff Bezos sits on a fucking PewDiePie chair? 
Yeah, I don't want to sit in no ugly yeah. race car chair. No, come on. Game no, 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 that's not what I'm... I'm not comparing it specifically to that. But it's not what I had in mind, I suppose, when, when this story was building mm. up. It was definitely a visual... Herman look. Miller, like, purveyors of fine office furniture. Yeah. Like, if you... T- yeah. th- like, picking up that chair, it weighs a <coughs> fuck ton. It's heavy as fuck. Like, it's... How much do you think that chair is? Oh, that chair's, like... That fully loaded, that chair's, like, almost two grand, yeah. Dude, I needed a fucking semi-truck just to deliver this one chair <laughs> oh my to my God. house on a fucking pallet. You think it, I bet you Reggie had to assemble that chair himself. Give me the PlayStation Dude, I'm going to slit Robert's throat. God damn. Jeff, those Taylor, are office you, chairs. Andrew, do you have a nice... I had chairs... Do you have a nice chair at work? I have a nice yeah. chair at home. I had an Aeron in my room. I bought one used. $2,000 new Aeron you I bought? didn't buy it new. And nowhere near that much. But I didn't like... I like the Steelcase Leap better. So I gave the air on to my mom. I don't wow. know the names of the chairs we have at my office, but they look like that. They have the mesh back. They have the lumbar support. And I thought that they were from Walmart. I'm going to tell Rich. They're I'm DMing him right now what you're saying right now. He's gonna be <laughs> yeah, do it. DM him. I'll give him a recommendation that he'll actually appreciate. You know what? I'm going to tell Phil Spencer on you. I got fucking embroidery on. Oh, you can't see. Cause That's my, really I got fucking embroidery on my chair. Phil Spencer sits in like Phil respects massive... Reggie so much that he would end you. Your your career <laughs> as a Microsoft employee would be over. Oh, no. My Game Pass subscription <laughs> would be canceled. I guarantee you that Phil Spencer sits in a Herman Miller chair. No, guarantee. I guarantee you Phil Spencer sits in like a chair made of like mammoth fur or something like it's that, that's on the a iron real throne executives chair Are we gonna make a mayo bet on it <sighs> do you think that the chair phil spencer sits on is actually published anywhere online you could probably just tweet him sure i'll answer I'm doing right, it right now you putting a mayo sandwich on the line i'll put a fucking mayo sandwich on the line all right put the exact bet in words what kind of chair I don't actually know. Like, are we betting that it's a Herman Miller? Are we betting that it's anything other than a Herman Miller? All right, so if it is a Herman Miller, you have to eat a mayo sandwich. Yes. Okay. I don't have to eat anything. Yeah. One-sided okay. mayo bet. Is, Lock it in. This is just, this is a one-sided bet. You know, this is what we're going for. Adam the gavel, Sam. There it goes. You hear that? That's the bell ring. The, the, another name has been written in the scrolls. <laughs> oh, man. Real quick. Uh, state of play. Yeah. Uh, medieval. It looks cool. Ooh, okay. It looks fucking lame. Like I'm. It looks fine. I like I liked uh Sean's t-shirt more. Um, I like Medieval. That's a good game. I hope it. You know the remake's good. It's. Uh, it was like a 12-minute little direct. Is yeah. it being done by Bluepoint? Uh, I don't think we know. I think it, I don't know. We don't know yeah. who it is yet. At least I don't. Oh, okay. Actually, no. We do know who it is. It's not Blue Point. It's not Blue Point. I don't think. Damn. No. Yeah. So they started with that. The they spent way too much time on Monster in the World, but like whatever, you know. Uh, do, do what you gotta do. It was only fucking 10, 12 minutes in length in total. That was fine. And I think then we hopped into Medieval, um, which I don't know who the fuck's asking for it, but it doesn't look. It looks pretty, I guess. Like it looks like a remastered game. Yeah. Like it looks as good as like the Crash Bandicoot games. Um, Predator, and then we, then yeah, we got that's probably the most hype announcement of, of all that's going I on feel like here. That's kind of a, it's the same team that did the Friday. The yeah, Ilphonic people. It seems like a Ilphonic big bummer if that's and, the most hype announcement. 
Okay, dude. Go Final Fantasy VII. You know, we're, we're, we're talking PlayStation again, and now Elmer's back in the conversation, yeah. and Robert's back <laughs> to being negative. Here it goes. <laughs> oh, man. What? I'm just speaking the time. <laughs> I think it's good. I mean, those people fucking obviously tried to make uh, Friday the 13th, and there's a lot of obvious reasons why... Um, there was like obstacles in that development. It wasn't always going to be. There's a lot of people that love that game too. Game. Yeah, a lot of people liked that game, and then they just didn't have the infrastructure. It to had scale technical it issues. Consoles. That's for fucking sure. But yeah, and I think that's from like the scaling issues they were talking about. Um, but this is you know uh, one console, so hopefully that you know kind of eradicates those uh, hurdles. And I'm curious to see what they learned from uh, Friday the Thirteenth because again, the game wasn't horseshit apparently. So. Um, and it looked like a lot of love and care went into that. So I'm kind of like jazzed about seeing like all these different predator costumes and abilities and shit. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where that shit goes. Then we have this, this game called away, a survival series. Oh, I forgot about uh, this. That shit looks fun as fuck. Really? That shit looks great. You play a little fucking flying squirrel. Hmm. That's an Elmer ass game right there. I couldn't there. figure out loaded. what it was. I thought for, I, when we got to a certain point in the trail and I was like, wait, is it a multiplayer game, but you all play as animals? No, it's just a fucking... You avoid natural disasters, game. is, like, the plot. Yeah, it looks, it looks fun. If it's a nice little, you know, short and sweet thing, eh, we'll see what, what the fuck happens there. And, uh... Then we get, uh... Final fuck, Fantasy Seven, right? That was next? Yeah, there was one more thing. The, the River Bond. Yeah, um... River... River Bond? River Round? River, I think it's River Ball. Something. Anyway. Yeah. Little like. Um, but they have a bunch of partnerships yeah. and have a bunch of really neat little characters in there. It looks. Oh cute. yeah, Shovel Knight. Um, yeah, Shovel Knight, uh, Guacamole Dude. Uh, Hotline Miami. Uh, Hotline Miami. Fucking uh, that game you guys liked. Uh, not Dead Cell, but the other one with the little bullets. Gungeon. Into the Gungeon. Um, Gungeon. Trailer was too long. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and uh, yeah. Then we got Final Fantasy VII, which looks like a fucking real game. God bless that. Is That's anyone nice. on this show like really hyped for that? Like, have a have a great love for the original Seven? No, Just like testing the waters. But, I here. mean. Since it is revered, like I'm interested in like a modern take on it. And that's but that's as far as that's I not can PlayStation go. exclusive, right? It's no, it's first not. First on PlayStation. I'd be interested to talk to somebody who really fucking loved the original and see like how they feel about like the entire style of the game changing like it's not a turn-based rpg anymore it looks like fucking kingdom hearts it seems like i mean from the anecdotal twitter that does not look like kingdom vibe, hearts that's mean uh people like or ff15 on it, if you'd rather. I, honestly like i want to play the original final fantasy 7 because i've been interested in that and it's on switch like yeah. i want to try that and i was like waiting to see if the remake would be for me but like the fact that it's episodic and then also the fact that I'm almost guaranteed it plays exactly like Final Fantasy 15. I think maybe I'm out. I'm so surprised they're charging forward with the episodic. Like, we hadn't heard anything for a while, and I thought that was, was them sort of, like, testing the waters to get it to a single release. I don't know what exec at Square Enix still thinks that episodic games are better, but he should be fired. Like, look at what they did with Hitman, what they've done with whatever the other fucking episodic life is strange uh they have some other ep episodic games too life is strange the quiet I think man that's it. quiet yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. jesus the audio track was a separate episode pilot. 
yeah. I mean, I feel like people people are gonna love this game. People love the first one. People loved Final Fantasy fifteen. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it'll yeah. be a pretty big deal when it comes out. Um, uh, I feel like I, I only hear wanna... bad things about fifteen now. Now that it's like in, in the post mortem, everybody's like, fifteen's like the worst Final Fantasy game. Worse than thirteen. Yeah. Hmm. What's on where you're an idol? That's 13, 13, 13, 13 two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Cass, you never play you Final Fantasy person at all? I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Same boat. Would everybody not counting fifteen? No, I played a. Never. I actually really liked twelve, and I played when I was really young. I played the demo of Final Fantasy VIII over and over again. So I got super into the turn-based combat, um, and I really like. I thought I just thought twelve was super fun because I think that's a really good balance between like the fifteen slash Kingdom Hearts style combat and the turn-based strategy. And I don't know why they haven't returned to that combat system yet, but I don't know. I played a little bit of six. Um... And that one's cool. I know people really love that one. Mm-hmm. It's like got a beautiful aesthetic. It's really cool. Memorable characters. Yeah. Best Final Fantasy game though, for real? Final Fantasy Tactics. Hell yeah. I get behind Dude, that. That game is just XCOM Final Fantasy and it fucking rocks. Yeah. You played on the PSP too. What a great handheld. The PSP's only for uh Luminous. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Gone Gold, the goldest podcast on the internet. If you want to follow along with the show, you can follow us at Pause. You can listen to the main show, keep up with all that. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Street Super. If you want to follow Cassidy Sargent, where can you find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. At Robert Mechie, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Robert Jr. Jr. On his alt name. Uh-huh. Elmer Gordado, where can they find you? At Elmer does on Twitter, my main name. And Samuel Atherton, if they want to keep up with how great the pen holder is. Hmm. Super Mario Maker, where can they find you? Catch me on my alt account on Instagram, Sam period in period Japan. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, remember to stay pro-gone gold. Fuck pro-Jared. Yes. <laughs>